Okay, welcome back guys to the podcast. This is the second time I've done this because the first time I wasn't even recording. Would you believe it? (laughs) But it's the 12 days of podcast and we are on day five and we have, I think, seven days left of this. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no life updates, okay? If I'm being completely honest with you guys, I have taken this break as it is, a break. And I've been working on this podcast because I really don't get a lot of time to put in the effort when school is in pursuit. And I really wanted to try and I'm trying to work on it and prep a lot of things so when school starts back, I'll be fine. But I'm a grandma, And I'm also a nerd, so I've been podcasting, writing scripts, working on some social media stuff for this, and then I've been reading nonstop, like, love it, which is great because when you're working on a computer or your phone a lot, you need a break from it, so I've been reading an amazing book, and I'm just going to... I'm just going to hype this book up right quick, right now. Whatever you are doing, whatever you are doing, you need to read this book. If you've not seen Knives Out, I would still suggest reading this book. But if you have seen Knives Out, I would still also recommend this book. I I have not been able to put this book down. And when I do put it down, it kills me to do this. And I'm like reading a hundred pages at a time. And for some people, that's normal. Okay? That is natural for some of you people. And kudos to you. I respect and I envy you. But for me, that's not normal. But I am reading an epic book called The Inheritance Games. And it's a three-book series. My, I left campus and I took this book with me thinking, okay, I could read this and maybe another book during the break. I'm only like the first weekend, like, I just went through the first weekend of my break and I'm already done with this. I'm almost done with this book. I will probably, I will finish it today. I will make it my mission. And... I left campus without the rest of the series and I text my boss. I had to text her and was like, Hey, um, Hey, (laughs) I need the rest of the series. (laughs) Is the library open? She's like, Oh, just for this week, this next week, this come like this week is the last until we come back in January. And I was like, that's not going to work for me. I'm going to have to drive an hour to my campus to get the rest of the se- like the rest of the series. Plus probably another one. Like another book I want to read. Because it is so good. But if I'm not reading, do not judge me. I'm either watching some show, watching a movie. I also am crossword I crossword cross search puzzle. I think that's I'm doing that. Okay? Don't judge me on that either because Apparently, it's good to do those. It's pro- It's been, like, scientifically proven that those keep some parts of your brain really healthy. So, I mean, I, I want to be old and really smart. 
And there's a little, like, this is the, this is what goes through my head, is if I practice this so much, that if I'm ever in a life and death situation, and they give me a contest, and they're like, whoever can finish this first gets to live, or gets millions of dollars, I want to be prepared. That's the stuff that goes through my head. You're welcome. But like I said, I've, that's all that's been going on, and I'm okay, and I'm here for it. But it can get boring, so I'm not going to lie. I'm going to try to meet up with some friends, hang out, because the break is the one time that a lot of my hometown friends and I can be in the, be in at the same place at the same time. So, other than that, I think I'm just chilling. Yeah. But, that's all I got for you on that. Like, when I, I take this break seriously, but I don't have some epic, like, ski trip planned. Or some epic Bahama beach trip. Sorry, I don't. But, other than that, let's just get into the episode. So, when I was choosing this... I was reading a book, which I will speak about in detail a little bit more. But I had just finished a book, and I was sitting down, and I was trying to come up with, like, another topic. And I could not stop thinking about this book. Because, speaking of books, I read, like, three of them at a time. Literally. I was reading this one book, listening, I'm still listening to an audiobook, a psychology book, that I chose to read. Or listen to. And then I'm also reading that book that I mentioned earlier. So I read about three books at a time. Because I don't know why. But uh, I finished this book. But I, what was funny is I picked this book up at a five below. Not thinking anything. And I thought it would just be aesthetic to have. Because it, it was a, a self-help book. And I paid five dollars for this book. And this book deserves to be more expensive. <laughs> And I'm so glad that I have it. And it allowed me to choose this topic because it was fresh on my mind. So let's dive in with fear is seen as a dark, scary, cold emotion. Something that lurks around the corner reminding yourself of everything you are insecure about. I recently just finished a book called My Friend Fear by Mara Lee Patel. I'm sorry if I butchered that name, by the way. This book, it talks about being comfortable with your fear. Fear is created for our bodies to let us know of the dangers around us. Like I always talk about in these podcast episodes is your body can't physically tell you or like robotically announce on a speaker that this is what's going on with you. So it tries other ways to let you know danger and harm. What we do is we let our fear be our personal life guide for everything we do. We focus on the bad things fear is showing us about ourselves, which is like insecurities or what we lack or what's wrong with us. 
instead of what the beauty is behind the fear, which is our dream, our dreams in life or our true wishes. Now, living your life fearless doesn't mean that you go through life without being scared. Because if you say that I'm not scared of anything, that's a lie. And you don't even, I don't even need to hear the rest of what you have to say. Because I know that it's a lie. Because for me, in my, for me being religious, in the Bible, it talks about that emotion a lot. It talks about fear a lot, which proves that it's supposed to happen. Okay? Whether you believe that or not, fear is an emotion. It's been proven on both sides, religious and scientific. It's it's a real thing. So if somebody tells you that they're not scared of something or they're fearless, they're lying. Okay? Lying straight through their teeth. It, if you go through your life fearless... It means that you you see fear clear as day. And you're living with that fear but in a different way, in my personal opinion. Your fear of love or talking to that person comes from your, your fear of rejection. Your fear has already planned everything 10 steps ahead. Remember that? what I just said because it's going to make sense a little bit later. All of our emotions stem from something, okay? When I was reading the book, she talks about this a lot, about the fact that like my fear of this stems from this and that stems from this experience or, you know, so on and so forth. Whether you believe it or not, or you accept it or not, it's, your fear stems from something. Me personally, my, like, my fear stems from shame and doubt. I doubt myself way too quickly. And then, when I do something that I was scared of, I have shame afterwards. And so, it's just a spiraling effect. Okay? So, So, society wants you to, like, completely get rid of your fear. Okay? We're in a time where showing your fear is really a sign of weakness. And, you know, what's funny is because during this time, we also have those same, we have those same people telling us, but don't hide your fear because lying about it's not good either. But showing fear is a sign of weakness that will not, get you up that corporate ladder. And in all of this, we have gotten confused when we should show our fear or not. We, it's it's acceptable to show our fear in certain situations, but not in others. So it really all together confuses you. You see this person built like a literal tank in the gym. And you think, oh, they must not be afraid of anything because they can take on literally, physically, probably anything. And they might not be. They might not be afraid of anything. But nobody can truly go through life without fear, like I mentioned earlier. They are just really good at hiding it, okay? I think we need to remind ourselves of that a lot. 
So the big question and the topic of today's episode is how do I make fear my friend? Now, first of all, we're going to pause before we even get into the steps, but make fear my friend. That's the name of the book. And I did not get the title right away, but as I was reading, she's talking about instead of your fears in life, holding them afar, like holding them out from you or pushing them away from you. Don't letting, don't let them get close to you. She's talking about that fear is already there. Maybe you should let it get close to you and maybe it'll show something. So the first step, and this is my own summary of the book. I really suggest you reading the book because it's still at five below. So it's five dollars. Go read the book. Take notes on it. It's a really good book. And I would also like to mention, shout out to her because it's such a good book. But on top of that, the book is written around, like around the background of pages is her artwork. She does art and paints and draws. So, the whole book is her pure creativity. And it's amazing. I just want to mention that as well. But I summarize some of the main steps. Now, in between these big steps, there is smaller steps. But I just did not mention them. So, the number one thing is recognize the fear. First essential is, you guessed it, because I always say this, that is acknowledgement. Sorry, it will probably always be the first step for most things. No, but seriously, like, you need to learn and see when your fear, the bad part of your fear, is, well, not even the bad, even the good. When you are letting fear completely take the driver's seat. Mm-mm. No. See, that's the thing. In this book, she talks about it. But she still has control. She does not let the fear control her. Okay? So recognize your fear and recognize when you've let it take the driver's seat. That's when you know. You're like, oh, okay. Well, Recognize. This might seem like a stupid step, but as humans, we are very easily manipulated. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for that one, but uh, we are. And you will have people who are like, the world couldn't manipulate me. The government can't manipulate me. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But as humans... As the human species, we are very easily manipulated. We make fun of animals, but we are just as bad, okay? In the book, she says a great way to work on this is stare at yourself in the mirror for 10 minutes. Now, I don't have the patience or the attention span for this, but I'm really wanting to try it. And I did a little bit last night, and obviously, I got distracted. But this experiment, ooh, this experiment 
stemmed from an Italian philosopher who says that as the time goes by, many people basically dehumanize themselves. Hmm. Well, okay. That's scary and sad. <laughs> so, after just looking at yourself too long, we honestly just brutally crush ourselves. That's insane. And, you know, I don't know if... I hate to be like this, but I don't know if men have allowed this vulnerability in their life. I truly don't know. But there's a part of me that really wants boys to realize that fear is okay and you don't have to be such a macho man all the time. I know that people or society has made you feel that way. You don't, okay? Because there's a part of me that feels like if a guy and a girl both stare at the mirror, they're both going to probably be insecure about very similar things. Uh, I don't know. I don't have proof, but I have a feeling. But, you know, take that with a grain of salt. So I think if we just recognize that, that the fear is here to stay, like fear is just not going to go away, and there's nothing to really stop it from happening, might as well recognize it for what it is and kind of work with it and understand it in a different way. And in working with it, let that goes into the next step. Let that fear guide you. I'm sorry, what? You're probably thinking, um, what? The fear, you know, the, the fear that we're kind of supposed to stay away from and think that it's scary or that we kind of hate it and all this. And we want to use that to guide us in our life. Okay, but hear me out. That fear has truly meant something to you. That fear has to truly mean something. Something that you don't want to recognize about yourself. Your fear or like your fear of opening up how you truly feel about your family or friends. It stems from that fear of causing a problem or drama or making a scene. Well, if you recognize it, most likely you know why it's holding you back. It's scary, I know, because we're taught to not go towards, like, the danger. When you, you start looking more towards your fears, you will see that it really, it's really something you've all want, it's you, you've always wanted, okay? Your fear of, okay, I'm trying to think of examples here. What I keep thinking is, like, watching those videos of people, like, bungee jumping off of a cliff or, like, off of a, you know, like, off of the side and they, like, bungee jump in Bali or somewhere really tropical and really cool. And I see those videos and I'm like, oh, that scares me. But in the weirdest way, when you're scared of something, you get intrigued the most. Some people are like, no, I'm scared of snakes and I don't go near them. Well, that's good for you. But there's this really cool love-hate relationship for me with fear because I'm sitting here going, that's absolutely terrifying, but that looks so exhilarating. 
And I want to live my life somewhat like that. It's that fear of like, that's something that I want to do. That's a cool dream of mine. But your fear is like, mm, I don't know about it. And maybe it's because you just think it stems from that fear of like, the part of your fear that's like, you can't make it. Like, you think you will have a life like that? It's crazy because I think everything has a positive and a negative side. And even your fear does because there's a part of your fear that makes you feel that fear of being like, oh, that's so scary, I want to do it. And then there's obviously that one part of your fear that's like, You need to be scared because you can die. <laughs> like, I mean, like your fear, it's very difficult to talk about it like this and make it your friend because there's a reason why you're scared or, you know, it's just, there's, it's a ginormous gray area for me because I can see both sides of letting your fear control you because I can see letting your fear guide you. But here's the thing, like I mentioned earlier, and I didn't want you to forget, is that just don't let your fear be in the driver's seat. Let it guide you, but remember that you're still in control. When you start to look more forward or more towards your fear, like I mentioned, it's, it's something you've always wanted. And I know if I want to make an impact in the world or I want to make an impact on this podcast, the scary part of fear is the cover up part. I'm fearful of putting myself out there, but like when I peel back that scary part of fear, there's a clear guide from fear on how to put myself out there. And I'm not saying all this may or may make sense. And like I said, this is a topic that I'm still kind of like trying to understand. And it's, maybe it's the way I'm talking about it to you guys that it might be confusing. I completely understand that. I do. And maybe in life, through more experiences, I'll be able to explain it better to some people. I don't know. But. When you let that fear guide you, it's going to take you to a place. And. Like I said, I know that this doesn't probably make sense. When I was typing it up, I was afraid to even like do this because it I could not it was making sense in my head but I could not figure out for the life of me how to explain it but maybe you won't understand it right now and if it does make sense good but let's move on to the next step because we are letting the sphere guide us but it's taking us into the unknown so the next step I called 
Into the unknown we go. And no, I don't mean the Frozen song, okay? But the unknown is a mental or... Technically, it starts out as a mental place, but you can make it a physical place. Okay, so what is the unknown exactly? Let me take a let me take a pause and explain to you guys. Well, the unknown is the place that we are always afraid to go to because it seems impossible. And I don't know why my brain, okay? I'm going to be straight honest with you guys. When I think of this, I think of the movie Crudes. It's a great analogy in my head. Here's why. The whole time the dad's scared, the family's always scared of things. It's a perfect example of fear and how it can consume everything. And you notice that their fear controlled them so much that they didn't even know that the unknown part towards the end that they get to, they didn't even know it existed. It's a perfect analogy. If you've never watched the crude movies, go watch it. Because I will be spoiling it. Sorry. It's a, it's a great movie. But that proves that like the whole movie, he they are facing some fears. They're letting their fear basically guide them to the unknown part. And it's the fact that they leap no matter what. They can't see that fog's covering them. They can't see what's going to be on the other side, but they jump anyway. Because when they look back, one, they see how far they've come. Two, they see that no matter where they're going, that they're, that fear is still there. It's incredible, and it worked perfectly with this. And I'm so glad I thought about it last night. Now, your unknown place, I would like to mention... It can be such a luxurious place. You're like, oh, it's a beautiful mansion and I'm living on the coast of the Bahamas or Fiji and I'm just sipping my uh, strawberry daiquiri and I'm just living my best life. Or the unknown can be a little scary and dark and it's mostly because it's the uncertainty that makes it that way. And you might be like, Chloe, I feel like we skipped a couple of steps. Don't you think? And like I mentioned, there's a lot of steps. There's a lot of small, small little victories that you have to accomplish on the way. Well, I would like to mention though that the best way to navigate your fear is simply face it. And I know as cliche as that seems, it's it's true. It's true. You recognize your fear for what it is and acknowledge that it will always be there. You have to remind yourself there will always be people, communities, leaders, social media, society that makes your fear shine more than they should. But in the end, you need to become friends with it because you're going to be around each other all the time. You need the fear there because even when you are in this unknown territory, the fear helps to guide you. For all you know, your biggest dream might be revealed in this unknown territory. 
If you haven't discovered your dream life, your dream in life, it's fine. Don't worry. You have some time. But you will never know until you step into the unknown territory, by the way. I'd like to mention a couple of key points to this process. Because in the book, she goes on to talk about some things that you will come stumble upon. And one of them was that you should let fully happen is being vulnerable. None of this will happen if you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable. I know I just lost all the men right then. But seriously, do us a favor and do it. What we don't realize is what we don't realize and what scares us the most is when I embrace this fear, I know that I will be exposed to the world. Now, that's a hypoca like that's a hypo that's pretty intense to the world because not the whole the world the whole world doesn't know I exist. But it's a figurative, you know, it's figuratively. But I think that it's just part of the process and trusting yourself to let it be exposed. Because in the end, who knows you best? Yourself. Also, another key mention is it's okay that some people might not ever want to expose themselves and just let that mess with you. Just don't let that mess with you, okay? They're not going to want to face their fears. And they're going to think that it's stupid or, I don't know, call you a bunch of names or say a bunch of things about you. And it's simply, they don't want to do their, they don't want to do this process. Some people are not going to want to make fear their friend. Some people are going to think this is stupid. And you are allowed to feel however you want. There's some ways of living that some people do. Or some words of wisdom that people say to me that I listen and it goes in one ear and out the other because I'm like I'm not living my life that way I I can't there's no no I'm sorry and that's okay take it or leave it baby take it or leave it because if I took the advice that I have been given my whole life I really don't think that I would be where I'm at right now Okay, and I'm saying that in a negative way. But I this is one of those things where it's like, you got to do your own little thing. Somebody's going to have to do their own thing. Like, I'm telling you this, obviously, from like a little bit of a personal experience. There's a lot of things that I still need to deal with with this topic. But... Remember, like I said, there will be people that they're not going to want to do this process. 
And there will be people that you will physically see them. You can tell when somebody's letting fear control them. And you can only do so much, you know? Now, the, the conclusion to this. Fear is an inevi- inevitable. I cannot talk in any of these episodes. And I am so sorry if you have to hear me stutter. It really sucks if you're listening in your car. Because that, that crap is loud sometimes. So I'm so sorry. But fear is an inevitable emotion that we are, we as people have depicted as scary and untouchable thing. But it's in the moment that we sit with our fear and try to understand it that we get to know ourselves the best. You know that saying where it's like, or not really a saying or a term, trauma bonding or traumatic events bring people closer together. That's what that reminds me of. For me, I have realized that I've seen how the world is so cruel and scary and I can't make sense of anything, literally anything. It's when I let the negative mindset of me take over the fear. But when I stop and look at the fear closer and expose it for what it is, I see that I need to start living my life. Start heading to the unknown because that's where the true me waits with my dreams and wishes. I know this sounds like some fantasy crap. I get it. The literal world is crumbling around us and it's on and it's heating up. Fear is the correct response to this. But I mean, might as well enjoy it while it crumbles, right? Sorry. Climate change is a real thing, okay? Sorry. I read a quote that said, If you want to give anything worthwhile of yourself, you have to feel completely exposed. So the ending is really... Expose yourself to the fear. You see it, you acknowledge it. You get close to that fear. You get to know that fear. And you make it your friend. As scary as that sounds. You take that fear along with you. And you let that fear guide you. But you still have control reminding yourself that the fear Okay, the fear with a negative mindset is completely different with a fear with a positive mindset. Write that down. That is noteworthy. Okay, there is a two different roads. The path splits in the woods. There is a saying something about like that. And you can take that fear with a negative mindset and let it control you and... Let that fear take the driver's seat. Or, you can take that fear with a positive mindset. Make it your friend, whether it likes it or not. (laughs) Make it your friend. Don't let it take the driver's seat, but let it guide you and show you and lead you to that unknown place. And I know as stupid and as fantasy it sounds, you're too cool for this, whatever. This unknown area is basically where you'll see like, hmm, wow, 
I did not know that this is here. And this process won't be easy. It won't. Like, first of all, it sounds... I'm not saying it sounds stupid. Because for me, it didn't sound stupid. And it didn't sound stupid when I typed it up, okay? But it sounds so cliche and so out there. But let's be honest, we got nothing to lose. Really? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you do. But like I say in most of my episodes, take it with a grain of salt. If you want to. But if you're listening to this and if you clicked on it, most likely it's because you wanted to know a little bit about your fear. And it's funny because me and another person can read the same book we can study the same stuff and get something completely different out of it. That is 100% true. So somebody might read that book and be like, girl, I did not get that from that. Didn't get that. And that's fine. It is fine. But it's just a little food for thought, I guess. Will I be taking this into my life? I hope so. In some form. Now, does that mean I'm going straight Straight skydiving? No. Probably some baby steps before that. Doesn't mean that I'm going to do a bunch of things because, hey, I'm a broke college student right now. So let's back it up. But I'm going to start doing things on a micro level. And that's okay because no matter how big or small that fear is that you're facing or how big or small the step you are taking towards that unknown, at least you're moving Torch something that has been told or taught to you to fear and to hate. So, I mean, I think that's a good thing. But that's all I have for you guys. I really hope you liked it. Um, and into the new year, just remember this. Maybe try it. Maybe, you know, if anything, as long as you, obviously I talk about it a lot, as long as you acknowledge this and maybe try to look at it differently, that's a big step in itself to me. When I finally started seeing things differently and made myself, like I had to make myself think of and look at and change my mindset on a lot of things for the better. I'm grateful for the better. So... If that's all you do, that's great. And in the end, it's your your life, your journey, your process, whatever you want to call it. And life is sucky and scary. And I know I didn't mention this, but there is a lot of things that fear in a negative way is a normal response, okay? I would like to mention that. That you will be faced with a bunch of things. I do not doubt that you will be faced with some situations in your life where that negative fear 
is a respectful response. It, it's an appropriate response, which is fine. It's fine. Just don't sit in it long. And just if you are dealing with that, just remember, just remind yourself of this. Because when I was typing this up, I was thinking about, you know, there's people that are fearing putting food on the table. Like, they have the fear of not putting food on the table or not paying bills or their kids getting sick or family members dying. There is fear everywhere. And some of that fear... is a reminder that you're human and it's a reminder of how important those people were or how much you care. And it also, in some sad, scary way, it reminds you of how small you are in a big, big world. So I want you to know that after I'm saying all this, I do see the reality. I'm not some person that's just completely oblivious to worldly issues I'm aware but I it it like I've mentioned a lot it's just it, sometimes you need just a little bit of an inspiration or a little bit of a positivity I mean after watching the news sometimes I get so so overwhelmed so just having a little bit of a gentle reminder is okay. It doesn't make you a snowflake, whatever they want to call our generation. I don't know. But just know that I, 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 just because I'm young doesn't mean that I don't see adult struggles. I don't, adult struggles and like adulthood and like, I mean, geez, I'm about to enter adulthood soon. So, I would, that is a good mention that I would like to say at the end. But, like I said, that's all I got for you. And, as always, I love you guys. Truthfully, I do. And, even if I don't know you, I love you. And, you deserve to be loved. Okay? And, stay safe. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.